Welcome to the Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the channel and the podcast. Today we have a 10-game Friday NBA slate to break down for you all. It is 6.09 a.m. East Coast time. Again, it is Friday, December 6th, less than 20 days till Christmas now if you're celebrating that. That's a little bit exciting. But anyways, let's get into the slate. And before we do, I just want to say, Appreciate all, every single one of you listening and viewing this podcast and or video. If you can hit that subscribe button later today, literally later today, I'm going to announce on my Friday, right after this being later today, Friday final thoughts video for the NFL, the winner of the contest that we ran all week long. If you want to be entered into a contest for next week, next Friday's giveaway, just comment down below. Who do you think is the best 6K play of the day on this slate in the 6K range, any position? And if you comment that down below... It says PNC for some reason. If you comment that down below, well, then you'll be entered in. Just leave your a way for me to contact you via Twitter or PayPal. Tomorrow, next Friday, a $25 giveaway. Uh, you can comment on this video. You can comment on every video of the week for NBA or NFL. I accumulate all those every single time you comment is another way to be entered. And if you comment or if you leave a five-star rate and review with your PayPal and or Twitter handle, I will also enter in three. It'll count as three if you leave a five-star rate and review, which like one or two people do a week. So you get a couple better chance of winning this thing. So check that out. I'll be announcing that on the show after this. Uh, just really trying to boost up some of the numbers there and just really subscribers. You have to be subscribed to enter that contest. So I appreciate it. If you're not subscribed yet, make sure you are. So a lot of people said that they just didn't know that they were not subscribed. About 51% of people still viewing these are not subscribed. A lot of that's just naturally going to happen. But if you are not and you enjoy this content, I do appreciate the free uh, subscription right there. So check that out as well. Linked down below in the comments. And my Patreon exclusive content is also linked up down below. You can check that out if you want my NBA projections, if you want just more content from me. A ton of that podcast, live streams, uh, data sheets, notes, all that is over on Patreon. Linked down below. You can check it out. I have about 300, 350 people over there enjoying that content, or so I may t- or so I am told. And then also my social media is Instagram, Salvetri, and then Twitter is at DFS. Before before we get into it, today's video is sponsored by Drafters. Uh, if you haven't played on Drafters, you should check it out. So it's pretty much an online snake draft. It's not salary cap based, but it's daily fantasy sports. You could do it today for NBA. You get into a little snake draft with, let's just say, six to eight to ten people, and you just go in there and you draft like it's a season long, but it's very quick. It's nowhere near as long. You can get it done in five to ten minutes instead of an hour or two, and you have your lineup for the day. You could also add or drop people based on injury news later in the day. So check it out if you want to try and sign up for uh, drafters. If you already have an account, you want to sign up for a new one and get take advantage of this offer. It is Sal one hundred S A L one zero zero is the promo code for drafters. Anything up to fifty dollars is a hundred percent bonus match, not twenty five fifty percent. You enter twenty five dollars, they'll give you an extra twenty five dollars totally for free you can't just withdraw you obviously have to relap and play it over but you can check that out that is drafters again the promo code in the site will be linked up down below it is online snake draft daily fantasy sports let's get into this video game so starting with the injury news uh we'll go alphabetical order here for brooklyn 10 games late nice one today a couple teams on back-to-backs a couple of nice games last night all the games are pretty high scoring for the most part a blowout in the four game slate but pretty high scoring Kyrie irving today is going to be out with a shoulder injury for brooklyn against charlotte spencer dimity will continue to not see his price change he was 8200 last time out continue to be the guy who benefits the most joe harris as well Marcus Smart for Boston. The only thing today for their injury status outside of Gordon Hayward already being out still is questionable with an abdominal injury is Marcus Smart. Brad Wanamaker, Grant Williams actually started the last game and Semi Ojale will just pick up more rotational run as most of the starters will just solidify high to mid 30s in minutes. 
For the Clippers, a lot of weird injuries. All that really impact the same position, though. Ronnie Magruder's out with a hamstring. Landry Shaman is out with an ankle. And Jermichael Green, who missed their last game, is going to be questionable with a tailbone. So these are all guys who play the small forward position for the most part for this team. You'll have a couple of them playing some shooting guard with Magruder and Shaman. If they're out, it's probably going to just give the biggest bump to rotational run and maybe even just lead to closer to mid to high 20s in minutes with three rotational pieces being out. Tomo Harkless, Terrence Mann, and Jerome Robinson should also see big minute spikes there if all three of these guys were to miss. For the Lakers, it's just Anthony Davis and again he remains probable with a shoulder injury it's always good to note that because they always do list him on the injury report and let us know at least that he is probable against Portland today at 9600 for Miami Goran Dragic is going to miss again they gave us this news a couple weeks back it will affect Kendrick Nunn or a couple days ago Kendrick Nunn Tyler Hero and Jimmy Butler but the big piece of news for Miami Justice Winslow is questionable with a back injury if he's out, well, Kendrick Nunn's going to have to play mid-30s in minutes. Tyler Hero will have to play close to 30-plus minutes. And then Jimmy Butler's usage is just going to go all through him. Keep an eye on that. It would make Kendrick Nunn, whose price on a 10-game slate has now dropped below 5000 Just a great play today. Uh, for Minnesota, Jake Lehman remains out with a toe injury. And Andrew Wiggins actually comes in questionable with a thumb. That would impact Josh Okoji, Robert Covington, Trevion Graham. Even Jeff Teague off the bench uh, would get impacted depending on what they want to do with their starting lineups. For OKC, Terrence Ferguson is going to be out today with a hip injury. You also already have Hamadou Diallo out for a while. So Darius Baisley, the rookie, and Deontay Burton should see extended run there uh, for more rotational. And just overall minutes, there's, there's going to be like 30 minutes to go around now. No, Terrence Ferguson. For Orlando, Michael Carter-Williams continues to be questionable with the nose. If he's out, you just see a little bit little bit of a bump in rotational minutes for guys like Terrence Ross, DJ Alconcine, Markel Fultz. LaMarcus Aldridge, questionable with a five if we go to San Antonio. Jacopoto uh, will be the biggest benefactor. He will start at center. He's been playing very well. Rudy Gay at 5,500 will continue to start if you do get no LaMarcus Aldridge or at least be solidified to start. And then other guys as well. You have Trey... Lyles behind these guys. You have Lonnie Walker, who got crazy weird run, right? In, in one McLovin, the um, $100,000 one contest, 50000 in another in a spot where it was probably a late swap issue. But I put an asterisk by Lonnie Walker because I probably would not be playing him. Maybe he earned his way to more minutes, but he was on pace in that game to play like, I think it was like 18 minutes or something. He played nine first half minutes. So uh, keep an eye on the status for Marcus Aldridge. If he's in at 7,000 versus Sacramento, who is not scheduled to have, who's up next, Marvin Bagley back still. Uh, a really good spot for Aldridge. So for Sacramento, Marvin Bagley doubtful with a thumb, but it's getting closer. So Bialito, Rashawn Holmes, Harrison Barnes, Bialito being the bi- big one will remain in the starting lineup, get a lot of run. Bogdan Bogdanovich, Bogdan Bogdanovich, questionable with the knee and Corey Joseph questionable with the back if they were both to miss Yogi Ferrell becomes a guy who's going to play 30 plus minutes and it's a really nice spot for him Justice James Justin James would pick up more minutes and Buddy Heald would probably handle the ball a little bit more but not all that much just see a lot more usage and shot attempts even if Bogdan plays it's not a great spot the doctor already said that he can only play at five to six minute stints Uh, somebody actually reached out thank you to the person who did this in my Twitter DMs and then I verified it after his last game that he did play and was active for he said he can only play five to six minute stints and it's, he's in a lot of pain. So what is that equal out to? Like a 24 minute run in the game at most and he's still priced up to 5,400. So not up, but at that price range, you're getting not a lot of overall production and you know the guys that are playing very limited and hurt. Last night we saw that Washington, kind of late scratch Isaiah Thomas. He's questionable with a calf. It was a left calf strain. I don't know if he'll be playing today, but we got Ish Smith at 3,600 last night. You get Ishmith's price point not changing again since this news came so late yesterday. So he's 3,600 once again. He scored close to 20 real life points last night, over 32 fantasy points. So Bradley Beal and Ishmith would be big benefactors there. They also don't have Jordan McRae, who just similar a couple minutes before um, Isaiah Thomas, like 30 minutes to an hour before, was ruled out. Uh, we found out that Jordan McRae is going to miss some time now with a finger. I think he's getting surgery or just something with this. He's out. So again, Ishmith, Troy Brown, uh, they would get 
um, minutes bumps and Ishmith would just start a point guard and uh, again if there is no Isaiah Thomas that's probably some of the biggest news to watch is Isaiah Thomas at least for Washington side look target offense sheet there's not a lot of totals out right now I'm doing this at six in the morning and it's because there's just a lot of injury news I'm sure there's a couple more floating out there but out of these 10 games I only have right now half of them I only have five or six of them so I'll just point out the games that have a higher total and probably the best one just to watch for your viewer experience as well. Milwaukee and the Clippers, like this is a potential matchup for just the NBA Finals. Um, this is a spot where these are two teams that have that aspiration. Uh, a nice pace here, 105.7, one of the better ones in the slate. Currently, out of half the totals that we have, so not that valid or m- m- not much validity behind it right now, but a 232 overall game total. Milwaukee are four-point favorites. Says a lot about them, actually, and their team. 118 team implied total, 114 team implied total for the Clippers. Look, Milwaukee's been blowing out like the last five teams, the last like six out of seven teams they've played. This finally can stay close. Giannis can finally play 32 to 33 minutes instead of scoring 55 fantasy points in 25 minutes. So, yes, Giannis is definitely going to be in play today. All the Milwaukee guys become in play depending on really where you're playing. Like, Eric Bledsoe's price point is cheap. Should see a difficult matchup, depending on who they put. Pat Bevon, I imagine it would be Bledsoe. Um, difficult matchup overall across the board against the Clippers, although they're dealing with a lot of secondary unit issues. Uh, Brooke Lopez should be fine today, in my opinion. I like that matchup against the Clippers today. I think since Brooke Lopez is out there, you rarely will see um, anything of Zubak out there. You're going to see a lot of Montrez Harrell out there, just due to the player that he is. Brooke Lopez might actually hit Zubak, and Zubak might fall to the ground and cause some sort of um, destruction and earthquake. And they just don't want that to happen, so they're just not going to put the threat of that happening and putting him on the court. Uh, but for the most part, no, he just can't guard him. So uh, you get a very cheap Brooke Lopez, who just hasn't been seeing a lot of run because most of these guys are losing like six to eight minutes because of the blowout. So. That looks nice. On the Clippers side, they're all kind of fairly priced. Like Paul George is now at the 7,800, but he's going to have a hell of a time in this one, probably trying to keep up with Giannis. And if you're putting more emphasis on your defense for guys like Paul George and Kawhi, there's a chance that you just take in and probably a decent one that you just take a little bit of a hit to your offensive game with a lot of your energy and focus going on the defensive side, but still one of the top two scorers on the team. Again, you do have Lou Williams and Montrezl Harrell. Montrezl Harrell really benefiting from um, being able to get some minutes on the floor without either of these guys uh, in Paul George and uh, Paul George or Kawhi playing. They are being staggered, but not to the same extent. So what you get there is just times where they're not on the court and Harrell is on the court by himself. And lately you've seen him having 40-point games. So Harrell's probably the guy I like the most from the Clippers. And then I would most likely go to Paul George based on that $7,800 tag from that one. The late night game, uh, Portland and the Lakers, it, it should be no problem here for the Lakers uh, at 10:30 game. They're three and a half point favorites. I'm surprised that it's even that close, to be honest with you. The pace in this one looks very nice. It's a 104.37. It's about one, one and a half more possessions per team, higher than the average. A 112.75 team implied total for the Lakers. You see Rondo playing now. Look, he played 25 minutes two days ago, had a nice game against Denver in a tough matchup, scored over a fantasy point per minute. Last time out, he played 32 minutes, and he just balled out. He missed a triple-double, I think, by maybe one rebound. He had, like, 12 assists, a nice amount of points. So his price is now up to the 5K range, and it seems like maybe we're finally having another player outside of LeBron or AD that we can realistically talk about day in and day night for the Lakers. I don't like where the price point already shot up to, that 5K range, but I like the matchup for him. If you tell me he gets 28 to 30 to 32 minutes like last time, then yeah, he's definitely worth that price point. This is just a guy who picks up fantasy points when he's out there because he can do everything. I, I said it yesterday in our, in our Discord, which you can get if you're a priority or Hall of Fame member on Patreon. 
I think somebody just questioned something about Lonzo Ball, um, and I just said like the reasons why you like him, and it was just it was it was hilarious because I, I not because of the question, but my answer was like yeah, coming into the league for me and other people, he was like a comp to Rondo, just to the style of he's active, he's a pass first guard, but he also is lengthy. He has like eleven and a half percent rebounding rate this year. And then what do you see last night? You you see uh, Rondo and look at Rondo and Lonzo's stats from last night. They're so identical. They're like all right, this guy's gonna score. 15 to 20 points he'll pick up like 10 to 12 assists and maybe he'll have 10 rebounds and that's what happened like they both just missed a triple double uh it was like the perfect time for that question to be asked because then they go out and they pretty mirror each other's types of style and performances in that game except at this point Lonzo's much younger um playing on the Pelicans which is just throwback for a little bit for Rondo and he's a better defender at this point in his career than Rondo is but you just talk about their offensive games and style of play it's very similar so yeah Rondo at that price point if I got 28 minutes and you projected him for that I don't know if you confidently can it seems like a nice tag on him on the Portland side you have Damian Lillard's price back up to where it should be but probably still a little bit too cheap Hassan Whiteside's just coming down to where it should be so nothing stands out all that much from Portland like Lillard yeah I'm fine if I get there but it's not like a priority that I'm saying, okay, I, I, I have to get to these types of guys. It's just not much of that right now. We'll see what happens with the value as the day kind of opens up. A game that's really going to be fun to watch, in my opinion, not really the highest of totals, 219 game total, 110.75 for Brooklyn, 2.5 point favorites over Charlotte with a 108.25. Just fun players in this game, to be honest. Like Devontae Graham, they didn't have a star coming into the year. He's probably still not a star yet, but he's definitely earning that status pretty quickly, if not by the all-star break that he couldn't be a star in this lead on a bad team, of course, but you got Charlotte. Usually like you like to take advantage of bigs versus Brooklyn. These bigs, though, their minutes are just too unstable. Cody Zellers, you can play 18 or 22 minutes tonight, and will it matter? Uh, Bismack Biombo, will he stay out of foul trouble and play 26 minutes, or will they just throw him out there for a 10-minute start? Uh, P.J. Washington can probably play 35, or he can go out there and play 20 minutes, depending on what they want to do that night. So Washington at his 5K price point is nice, but we just love to force in bigs against Brooklyn because, yes, on this slate, it is the best matchup outside of the Clippers in terms of fantasy points allowed uh, per game, but it's just really hard to uh, trust any of these guys. It would be Biombo if he starts for me, but I don't like that at all. And on the opposite side of this one, it's Spencer Dibney once again, 8,200. If you want to keep getting to Tarion Prince, I think that that's completely fine. I probably don't take stabs on a 10-game slate at Joe Harris or the big Joe Harris 25 real-life point game. So it's really just Dimity 110, again, 0.75 team and pie total, Prince. And on the Charlotte side, you have now an 8.3K, 8, $8,300 Devontae Graham, which it's a fair price point. I mean, the guy has had, what, at least I can count on probably two hands at this point, the amount of 50-plus point performances. He's had a handful of 60-plus, especially his last time out. When you're doing that on a consistent basis and your bad games are like 38 to 40 fantasy points, yeah, you should probably be an 8K plus player. So he finally got there. And yeah, the assist rate's still there. He's shooting insane rates from three right now. Him and Terry Rozier are both shooting over 40% from three. Um, pretty fascinating so far for what Charlotte is doing. Probably not sustainable, though, based on how they're winning these games. Uh, but yeah, so Brooklyn side, it's, it's really just Dinwiddie. And this whole game, it's really just Dinwiddie. And if you want to take a stab on these Charlotte bigs, I guess I'm okay with that. But let's get into some of these early interests. If we had more of the totals, I can point out some other high total spots, but most of them are not out yet. So early interest, lots of names on this list, lots of names to go through. I didn't filter it yet by salary, but I will. I just kind of went through how I was doing this. So I'll filter this right now by salary. And we will go from there. And then also later today is going to be the final thoughts NFL video. I urge you all to check that out. Fantasy Draft, if you're still listening, they're actually running a, for just my followers only, a $100 free roll. It doesn't sound like a lot, but it's free, right? If you're already playing lineups on Fantasy Draft, it's free to enter. And if you're not, well, there's $100 up for grabs. And based on the amount of viewers that watch my stuff and convert over, there might not be as many as you think. You might only have to compete with like 40 or 50 people for $100 and it's, it's free to do. So why not try and do it? Um, you're losing zero dollars by playing it uh so yeah you can check that out i'll link that up down below as well so 
I think I just filtered this by like last actually for a salary. Um, let's go highest to lowest, of course. There we go. So Giannis at the top of the key, $11,300. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in Giannis, of course. Look, he has been pull- getting pulled out of these games. He's been scoring 55 fantasy points at a clip in three quarters pretty much over the last, I don't know, week or two, probably closer to two weeks. Now he's 11300 Price, I think, naturally comes down for, what, a 12-game slate one or 10-game slate one, but then also this matchup. So if you tell me Giannis is going to go out there and play 32 minutes today, I have no problems playing him at 11300 And since the game seems to be closer, or at least Vegas is predicting a closer game due to actually a, a worthy opponent in the Clippers, a very worthy opponent in the Clippers, well then, yeah, I will have no problem getting to Giannis in this Milwaukee uh, team today. So next up, Anthony Davis, 9600 Look, Anthony Davis is just smooth and steady. He'll drop a 40-point game, and at 9600 it doesn't do much for you, but he's going to be right around like just hitting value, and then he'll have that 65, 70-point game sometime. So I think he's always in play. He's just more so... He's probably closer, honestly, to like a $9,300 player. It sounds cheap, but when he's just not dropping a huge game, he's dropping 38 to 45 fantasy points, and that's meh, right, at that price point. But he has that ceiling on him. Andre Drummond has just been fantastic. Now he gets the Pacers, who this is like the fourth or fifth time they've played the Pacers this year, and it's just been very simple for them. Like, even with Miles Turner in there for two of those games, Drummond has been fine at 9,400. It's really hard to want to prioritize either Drummond or, or Davis on this slate. But if you are stuck in that range, I think it's nice. I'm going to drop off in my interest right now to the 8K range, the low 8K range, honestly. So Spencer Dinwiddie at 8,200. We already talked about him. Love the fact that he's still shooting guard eligible. Love the fact that look, Kyrie and Levert are not out there. And this guy's averaging over 32%, 33%, I believe now, percent assist rate when these guys are not on the court this year in a huge sample. He's averaging close to a 40% usage when he's on the court for his 32 plus minutes. It's just really hard not to like. He's been dropping 40 point to 45 point games. And that's like as average as it's going to get for this guy. And now he's hitting to face Charlotte, um, who has just been overall one of the worst defenses in the league. If he's been averaging this at an $8,200 price tag, you know the spike 50, 60-point games are there, and they're going to come pretty often. So I like Spencer Dimity a lot today. Jimmy Butler at 8100 with no Goran Dragic, with potentially no Justice Winslow. He's priced up, I guess you can say. Uh, it's still not high enough because he gets Washington, who in terms of plus-minus or in terms of um, just their their point total differential, they are the worst in the league. So right now you're going to just see a, a very good offense in Washington, which is, I believe, fourth ranked in points differential compared to their defense, which is 30th ranked at last. So a uh, Butler shooting guard, small forward eligible. I love the fact that he's going to play 35 plus minutes today. And he has a nice pace, 106, about three possessions more. They're projected here than normal. That game in general, just tar- targeting Washington, as you saw last night, is a very good uh, recipe for success. All those 76ers players, whether it was Embiid, whether it was Simmons or, or even Tobias Harris had a fantastic game. They all got there. And I like that again today for a lot of these Miami guys, as you will see in a second. Nikola Jokic at 8,000 against Boston. Lowest price that he's been in in quite some time, I would say. This game is just gross. Like, yes, Boston is good on defense. Not as good at the center position as they have been in the past when Al Horford was there, right? Uh, but he's still $8,000 for a center who, as long as he stays healthy, then this game should stay close and he should stay out of foul trouble. Hopefully, uh, he'll play 32 minutes in this one. The pace is just brutal. Like, each team is going to lose five possessions. 98 pace here, projected pace. The lowest in the slate that I'm seeing right now, yes, it's it's... A gross spot, but he's only 8,000. I do like taking stabs on it, but right now I prefer Jimmy Butler for 8,100, and I would prefer getting to Spencer Dimity across different positions over Nicole Jokic. Zach Levine's price dropping a little bit, 7,800 against Golden State. Shooting guard eligible. The guy's going to play 33 minutes. He's been on a heater the last couple of weeks. I usually like targeting when he's cheaper, right, below 7,500, because you're really pay- paying for that spike game. But he's been at, he's been consistent as of late, like getting you these 35, 40-point performances. 
A lot of that, I think, um, has to do with some of these rotations that they've changed up. So instead of playing alongside Kobe White for a lot of the time, where Kobe White's going to steal a lot of usage in just shot attempts, he's playing more along Chris Dunn now. Chris Dunn has been playing bigger minutes. And Chris Dunn, if you know anything about him, he's more of a defensive player. He won't kind of take away from another player like Levine on the offensive side. So I think that's been helping Levine. Buddy Heald, I have in yellow. Uh, it, I like Buddy Heald today if there's no, look, one Bogdan, and definitely if there's no Corey Joseph. But at 7,600, he's fine either way. Just not a priority. I really like Bam against Washington. Still no Thomas Bryant. We saw big minutes last night and for a couple games now for Rui. Uh, Mo Wagner is going to be the guy at center who gets in foul trouble quite often. And this is a brutal and terrifying matchup for Mo Wagner against Bam, who's been one of the better, if not the best, defensive center um in the east over the past i don't know this season right there's no rudy gobert in that side of the bracket uh so and there's nikola vucevic injured so bam at 7500 i like butler at 81 too these guys are going to be like 1a 1b for me in terms of their own team uh, i probably go to bam a little bit more for a cheaper tag aldridge at 7k is in yellow just because of the injury status if he plays against sacramento 33 minutes i think you give him i do like that Evan Fournier at 6,600 will be facing up today, probably against uh, Darius Garland, the rookie, some of Colin Sexton he'll see at times. And Fournier is just a pure scorer, but he scores at will. Like he's going to score 20 plus in this game with no Vooch. And he has the upside and probably a pretty realistic upside of scoring 30 to 35 real points. And he's only 6,600 and he will pick up some peripherals. So for his 32 to 35 minutes today, I'll take that. Uh, Montrezl Harrell, like, or Montrezl Harrell, like I said earlier, 6,500, he's still getting time without um, playing on the floor by himself with just Lou Will, and they're like dominating the pick and roll off the bench as they always have. So uh, he's fine at 6,500, getting like, I would say a handful, maybe eight to a third, and eh, probably like a quarter of his minutes without any of Paul George or Kawhi on the floor. Middleton having yellow at 6,300 because he's still on this minutes limit. Uh, we'll see if that changes now with this big game. Played 25 minutes the last time out, and he has tough matchups against Kawhi or Paul George for probably most of this one. I don't really like him compared to some of these other guys, even in the $6,300 exact price point. But I think it's okay if you do end up getting there. Um, it's just the fact that he, he's not probably going to go out there and play 33 minutes today unless we get told otherwise. Chris Paul down to 6,300. So is Shai Gillis, just Alexander on the same team against Minnesota that is beaten up today. Probably no Andrew Wiggins, although that's not really a defensive upgrade if he's out, although it will be just more guys off the bench. If Josh and Koji plays more, honestly, that might be worse for these guys like Paul. And SGA, I do prefer Chris Paul, though, controlling the point. Tristan Thompson is probable today, I believe, in illness. Uh, he'll get Orlando without Vooch still. So $6,300 for Thompson going up against either Mo Bama or Kem Birch. Feels really good in terms of a rebounding spot, even with John Isaac at the four. Feels really nice there for a 32-minute performance. And what you're getting out of Thompson is usually just he'll hit you like 35 fantasy points, but he'll spike occasionally for 40 to 45. Probably a better cash play, if anything. Robert Covington at $5,600. Uh, again, you have no Jake Lehman. We saw Covington's minutes begin to stabilize around 28 to 30 probably because of that less rotational run and now if you get no Andrew Wiggins I think stabilizing around 28 to probably closer to 30 to 32 is a realistic expectation there I do like that same price point Markel Fultz at 5600 we saw him not play his 30 plus minutes like normal he actually played uh, I think it was a three-week low of 26 minutes but that game blew out late so he just didn't play like the final closing minutes of it like most players don't in that time so Markel Fultz I would project him once again for 30 minutes here he's shooting guard eligible against this Cleveland terrible defense historically bad last year sex in the worst in the league last year has improved just naturally this year but not by much rudy gay in yellow only like rudy gay if aldridge is out but even then he's not a priority he'll just start at the power forward spot with small forward eligibility so that's always appealing paul Millsap was bowling out last night he had 25 through three quarters at 4900 and then sadly for myself the the denver nuggets as probably expected just absolutely blew the doors off of the knicks and he none of those starters really played any of the fourth he's 5400 now 
completely fine here uh, in his matchup against Boston. Brooke Lopez, 52, kind of hinted and teased that this is the beginning. He'll go up against Manchester Harrell for most of it. He's just too cheap. Like, he's another guy who, similar to Giannis, if not more so than anybody else, is really struggling from blowout run because, like, he'll play seven minute stints and he'll be on pace to play 28 minutes and then he closes the game out with 21 minutes because he just doesn't play the fourth quarter he's supposed to come in and close the game in the final seven minutes and he just hasn't been needed to close the game because they're blowing everybody out so he'll be sitting there with 21 minutes and if you just look at his recent game log it's like oh brooke lopez isn't even involved in this offense anymore no he very much is he's going to play close to 30 minutes every game that is competitive which this one seems like it but you get DraftKings lowering his price artificially and i really like that kendrick nunn at 4800 look there's going to be no dragic so his minutes are already stable and if there's no Winslow they're going to be even more stable I really like Kendrick Nunn in this matchup one of my favorite point guard and really shooting guard I'd be putting him into that rotation on DraftKings in that spot Kelly Olenek 4600 I like these Miami guys this is the fourth Miami guy I've said I can say more if you think Deion Waiters actually get some run today I think he's fine but Kelly Olenek totally fine against Washington really good rebounding spot against a team that um, right now is allowing top five offensive rebounding rates in the league. You get Ish Smith at 3,600. I'll put Ish in yellow, actually, because we don't know what's happening with Isaiah Thomas. It's a left uh, calf strain, so he missed yesterday. We'll see if that is actually better by today. If it's not, then Ish Smith at 3,600. Same price as yesterday. We'll start. Miami is a tough matchup, but when there's no Justice Winslow or Goran Dragic, it gets a little bit easier, right? Especially when you're going up against a guy like Kendrick Nunn, who has surely been excelling out of the, the G League now, but uh, rookie Tyler Hero, it's not as bad. So $3,600 Smith. Surely will be chalky based on what he did last night and just the price point not coming up for 30 plus minutes of play, but I think it's fine. And then Yogi Ferrell, I have in sort of orange. It's it's like not even yellow. It's like you probably don't need to even remember this, but I'll just point it out that if Corey Joseph doesn't play, Yogi Ferrell becomes a very nice option. If Corey Joseph and Bogdan Bogdanovich don't play at 3,600, Yogi Ferrell becomes an even better option. And yes, you could play both Ish and Yogi at that point. Or if Yogi's just nowhere near as highly owned, then just play him over Ish, in my opinion, because I think they'll both play 30 plus minutes and have at the end of the day, similar outcomes more times than not. So that's where I'm at. 10 game NBA slate game. It's Friday. It's a good day to be alive, right? Hopefully you all have a great start to your Friday. Have a great day overall. If you're listening on the audio version, please do hit a five-star rate and review on any of the devices. It takes just a couple of seconds. And if you do get satisfaction or any sort of value from this, that is the best way to sort of just pay it forward. Um, I do appreciate it. This free content is something I love doing. And your support and just kind of growing and helping this audience grow, it would be incredible. So do leave in the comments down below or on the five-star rate and review on the podcast. You can do both of them. Podcast will count as just kind of three raffle entries. Uh, leave down below. Who do you think is the best 6K play of the day? Leave a Twitter handle, a PayPal, any way that I can contact you uh, for next Friday's giveaway. Today's um, will be going towards... Or today's giveaway will be called out on air for the Friday NFL Thoughts video. So you can check that out. Check out Drafters, promo code SAL100, S-A-L-1-0-0, uh, to play some online snake draft formats. I'll probably have a live stream sometime this weekend, if not probably getting set up for next weekend on how we can do some just Q&A and maybe get us some drafts in there and do that live with everybody. So check out my Patreon linked up down below. Totally free to check that out. Also linked up down below on my social medias. You all rock. Salvatry DFS on Twitter. Salvatry on Instagram. Have a great start to your Friday, start to your weekend, rest of your day, whatever you want to call it. Best of luck today in all your DFS endeavors. Peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.